السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ Today, the companions I shall talk about have not had the details of their incidents or narrations preserved in history. They have very short introductions, some of which have been stated in only a few lines. However, I would like for there to be information about all the Badri companions, i.e. those companions who took part in the Battle of Badr, compiled in one place within the literature of the Jamaat. Therefore, I shall also mention those names which have very few details about them. Nevertheless, the station of these companions remains intact, even if they have been mentioned briefly. And it is a source of blessings for us to mention them or even to remember them. These were those who despite being poor and weak were amongst those who were at the forefront in protecting their faith. They were never awed by the strength of their opponents, but would instead place all their trust in God Almighty. They pledged their loyalty and love to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. And they did not withhold from even giving their lives, and by keeping to this oath, God Almighty then gave them the glad tidings of paradise. And God Almighty also declared that He was pleased with them. Hazrat Abdul Rabbi bin Haq bin Os was a companion regarding whom there are varying opinions. Some have claimed his name is Abdul Rabb, whilst others have said it is Abdullah. According to Ibn Ishaq, his name was Abdullah bin Haq, but according to Amara, it is Abdul Rabb. He was from the Banu Sada family of the Banu Khazraj tribe, and he participated in the Battle of Badr. Then there is Hazrat Salama bin Sabit. His full name is Salama bin Sabit bin Waksh. And Hazrat Salama participated in the Battle of Badr. During the Battle of Ahad, he was martyred by Abu Sufyan. Hazrat Salama's father was Hazrat Sabit bin Waksh, and his uncle was Hazrat Ifa bin Waksh. His brother, Amr bin Sabit, was also martyred during the Battle of Ahad and many members of his family fought in the Battle of Ahad. His mother's name was Layla bint Yaman, and she was the sister of Josefa bin Yaman. Hazrat Ali bin Abi Talib 
Then another companion is Hazrat Sinan bin Safi, who belonged to the Banu Salma branch of the Khazraj tribe. His mother was Naila bin Qais, and he had a son named Mas'ud. In 12th Nabwi, as a result of the preaching efforts of Musa bin Umar, he accepted Islam, and he entered the fold of Islam alongside the 70 companions during the Bayt Akbasaniya, and he participated in the battles of Badr and Uhud. He also fought in the Battle of the Ditch, Ay Khandak, and there he attained martyrdom. Then there is another companion whose name is Hazrat Abdullah bin Abd Munaf. He belonged to the Banu Numan tribe and his title was Abu Yahya. His mother's name was Humama bin Ubaid. And he had one daughter, also named Humema, whose mother was Rubay bin Tufel. He participated in, the, in both the battles of Badr and Uhud. Then another companion is Hazrat Muharij bin Amir bin Malik. And he passed away in the morning that they were departing for the battle of Uhud. His full name was Muharij bin Amir and he was from the Banu Adi bin Najar tribe. His mother's name was Soda bin Tehasma bin Haris, who belonged to the Aus tribe. His mother was the sister of Hazrat Saad bin Khasma radiallahu ta'ala anhu. In regards to him, it has been mentioned that he had two children from Umm Sahal bint Abi Kharja, whose names were Asma and Kalsam. He participated in the Battle of Badr, and the day in which the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, was to depart for the Battle of Ahad, the very same morning he passed away. He was counted among those people who participated in the Battle of Ahad because his intentions was to join them. And for this reason, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, counted him among those who participated. Then, there is Hazrat Ayaz bin Mais, who is an Ansari companion. And his name was Ayaz bin Mais. He belonged to the Ansar tribe of Banu Zuraiq. And the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, formed a bond of brotherhood between him and Hazrat Suwabat bin Harmala. He participated in the Battle of Badr along with his brother Hazrat Muaz bin Mais, and he participated in all battles alongside with the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. Hazrat Ayaz bin Mais was also involved in the incident at Bere Mauna and also participated in the Battle of Khandak. Furthermore, he participated in all the battles alongside the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. He was martyred in the Battle of Yamama in the 12th year of Hijrah during the Khilafat of Hazrat Abu Bakr ta'ala anhu. Then there is Hazrat Abdullah bin Salama bin Malik Ansari. He belonged to the Ansar tribe of Bali and he participated in the battles of Badr and Uhud and was martyred during the Battle of Uhud. When Hazrat Abdullah bin Salama was martyred, he was wrapped in a cloth along with Hazrat Mujazzar bin Ziyad and brought to Medina on a camel. The mother of Hazrat Abdullah bin Salama approached the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, That, O Prophet of Allah, peace be upon him, my son participated in the Battle of Badr and has now been martyred during the Battle of Ahab, and I wish to bring him close to me in other words, that he be buried in Medina so that I can enjoy his nearness. Upon this, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, granted permission for this. And Hazrat Abdullah bin Salma was well built and heavy, whereas Hazrat Mujazir bin Ziyad was thin and light. And in the narrations it has been mentioned that despite this, their weight appeared to be equal when placed on the camel. And so people expressed their astonishment at this, Upon which the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, said that the deeds of both of them have made them equal.
Then there is a companion called Hazrat Mas'ud bin Khalda. His name was Mas'ud bin Khalda, however it has been mentioned as Mas'ud bin Khalid in some narrations. He belonged to the Ansar tribe of Banu Zurayr and he participated in the battles of Badr and Uhud. And according to some narrations, it is believed that he was martyred during the incident at Bere Mauna, whereas according to other narrations, he was martyred during the battle of Khabar. Then there is another companion whose name is Hazrat Mas'ud bin Saad Ansari. Hazrat Mas'ud belonged to the Ansar tribe of Banu Zarek. He participated in the battles of Badr and Uhud. And according to some, Hazrat Mas'ud bin Saad was martyred during the incident at Bere Mauna. However, according to Muhammad bin Amara and Abu Naim, he was martyred during the battle of Khabar. Then there is a companion by the name of Hazrat Zaid bin Aslam. He is also an Ansari, i.e. those who were the inhabitants of Medina. And Hazrat Zaid bin Aslam belonged to the Ansar tribe of Banu Ajlan. He participated in the battles of Badr and Ahad, and he was martyred on the day of Ghuzakha whilst fighting Tulayha bin Khuwalid al-Asadi during the Khilafat of Hazrat Abu Bakr Ghuzakha is the name of a fountain in Najd where Muslims engaged in battle against Tulaha bin Khuwalid al-Asdi, who rebelled against the Islamic State and also claimed prophethood. Then there is a companion by the name of Abdul Munzir Yazid bin Amir. His name is also mentioned as Yazid bin Amr, and he belonged to the Ansar tribe of Banu Sawad. He pledged initiation at Aqba and participated in the battles of Badr and Uhud. His children lived in Medina as well as Baghdad, and his progeny has spread far and wide. Then there is the companion Hazrat Amr bin Salba Ansari. He belonged to the Ansar tribe of Banu Adi, and he was more commonly known by his title. He participated in the battles of Badr and Uhud, and Hazrat Amr bin Salba narrates that I met the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, at Sayala and accepted Islam at this very place, and the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, placed his hand on my head. There is another companion, Vazab bin Salma, and he narrates from his father that even though Hazrat Amr bin Salba reached the age of 100, however, the patch of hair on his head where the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, placed his hand, never turned white. Then there was a companion by the name of Hazrat Abu Khalid bin Haris bin Qais bin Khalid bin Mukhalid, and he belonged to the Ansar tribe of Banu Zurek, and he is more commonly known by his title. He pledged initiation at Aqba, and including the Battle of Badr, he participated alongside the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, in all the battles. He fought alongside Hazrat Khalid bin Walid in the Battle of Yamama and was wounded, and the wound healed but opened up once again during the Khilafat of Hazrat Umar anhu, and as a result of which he passed away. Due to this, he is counted among the martyrs of the Battle of Yamama. Then there is a companion by the name of Abdullah bin Salba al-Balawi. He was also an Ansari. His name was Abdullah bin Salba. He participated in the battles of Badr and Uhud. And he participated in the battle of Uhud along with his brother Hazrat Bahad bin Salba. Then there is another companion whose name is Hazrat Mahab bin Salba Ansari. He belonged to the Ansar tribe of Bali. He had two brothers, Hazrat Abdullah and Hazrat Yazid. His brother Yazid participated on both occasions of pledging initiation at Aqaba. And Hazrat Maha bin Salba pledged initiation at Aqaba and participated in the battles of Badr and Ahad along with his brother Abdullah bin Salba. Hazrat Maha bin Salba is also known as Bahas bin Salba.
Then there is Hazrat Malik bin Masood Ansari. His name was Malik bin Masood and he belonged to the Ansar tribe of Banu Saida and he participated in the battles of Badr and Uhud. Then there is Abdullah bin Qais bin Sakhir Ansari. He belonged to the Ansar tribe of Banu Salama and he participated in the battles of Badr and Uhud along with his brother Ma'abid bin Qais. Then another companion is Hazrat Abdullah bin Abs Ansari. He belonged to the branch of Banu Adi of the Ansar tribe of Khazraj and some have mentioned his name as Abdullah bin Ubais. He also participated alongside the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, in the Battle of Badr as well as all the battles that followed after that. Then there is a companion whose name is Hazrat Muwattib bin Qushair Ansari and according to some narrations his name has been mentioned as Muwattib bin Bashir as well. He belonged to the branch of Banu Zubeha of the Ansar tribe of Os and Hazrat Muwattib bin Qushair participated in the pledge at Aqba and also participated in the battles of Badr and Uhud. Another companion was Aswad bin Razan Ansari. His name was Swad bin Razan. However, in certain narrations, his name has been mentioned as Aswad bin Razan as well as Swad bin Zurek. He participated in the battles of Badr and Uhud. Then there is a companion by the name of Hazrat Muwattab bin Of. Hazrat Muwattab bin Of belonged to the tribe of Banu Khuza and they had a covenant with Banu Mahzum. He is also known as Muwattab bin Al-Hamra and his title is Abu Of. Hazrat Muwattab bin Of participated in the second migration towards Habsha, i.e. Abyssinia. And when Hazrat Muwattab bin Auf migrated from Mecca to Medina, he stayed with Hazrat Mubashir bin Abdel Munzir. And at the time of forming bonds of brotherhood in Medina, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, formed a bond of brotherhood between him and Hazrat Salba bin Hatib, Including the battles of Badr, Uhud and Khandak, Hazrat Muwattab bin Auf participated in all the battles alongside the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. Hazrat Muwattib bin Auf passed away in the 57th year of Hijrah at the age of 78. Then there is Hazrat Bujair bin Abi Bujair. Hazrat Bujair bin Abi Bujair participated in both the battles of Badr and battle of Uhud. And this is all that has been written about him. Then there is Hazrat Amir bin Bukair. Hazrat Amir bin Bukair was from the Banu Sa'ad tribe and Hazrat Amir bin Bukair took part in the Battle of Badr and his brothers Hazrat Ayas bin Bukair and Hazrat Aqil bin Bukair and Hazrat Khalid bin Bukair fought alongside him during the Battle of Badr. And all of them participated in the rest of the battles with the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. Furthermore, all of these brothers accepted Islam in Dari Arkham and Hazrat Amir bin Bukair was martyred on the day of the Battle of Yamama. Then there is another companion whose name is Hazrat Amr bin Suraka bin Al-Mu'tamir. And as I have just mentioned, his full name was Hazrat Amr bin Suraka bin Mu'tamir. And he passed away during the Khilafat of Hazrat Usman radiallahu ta'ala anhu. His mother's name was Qudamma bint Abdullah bin Umar and according to others, her name was Amina bint Abdullah bin Umar bin Nahyad. Hazrat Amr bin Suraka was from the Banu Adi tribe and his brother was Hazrat Abdullah bin Suraka. Hazrat Amr bin Suraka migrated with his brother Hazrat Abdullah bin Suraka to Medina and Hazrat Rufa bin Abdul Munzir Ansari provided them accommodation at his home. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, established a bond of brotherhood between Hazrat Amr bin Suraka and Hazrat Saad bin Zaid. Hazrat Amr bin Suraka fought in the battles of Badr, Uhud, Khandak and in all other battles with the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. Hazrat Amir bin Rabia narrates that the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, sent us on the expedition of Nakhla 
and with us was Hazrat Amr bin Suraka. His body was slim and he was tall in height. And during the journey, Hazrat Amr bin Suraka sat down holding his stomach as there was nothing there to eat and drink. He could not carry on walking due to the extreme hunger and thirst. He further states that we tied a rock tightly to his stomach, after which he was able to continue walking with us. We then reached an Arab tribe where they accommodated and provided for us. Thereafter, he was able to carry on. The companions of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, also enjoyed light-hearted comments as well. And so, after completing their meal there, once they had set off, Hazrat Amr bin Suraka said, And at first I thought that both legs of a man support his stomach. But today I have realized that the stomach in fact is the one which supports the legs. If a man is empty stomached, he cannot walk. Hazrat Umar granted him a plot of land in Khaybar. And Hazrat Amr bin Suraka passed away, as I have stated, during the Khilafat of Hazrat Usman. Then there is a companion whose name is Hazrat Sabid bin Hazal and he belonged to the Banu Amr bin Of branch of the Khazraj tribe. He participated in the battles of Badr, Uhud and Khandak and all other battles with the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. In 12th Hijri he was martyred during the battle of Yamama during the Khilafat of Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Then another companion is Hazrat Subair bin Qais. He was an Ansari companion from the Khazraj tribe and he fought in the Battle of Badr and the Battle of Ahud. The mother of Hazrat Subair was Khadija bint Amr bin Zaid and Hazrat Subair had a son called Abdullah and his mother was of the Banu Judara tribe. He passed away and apart from him he had no other son. Hazrat Ubadah bin Qais was his brother and Hazrat Subair bin Qais and Hazrat Ubadah bin Qais were the uncles of Hazrat Abu Darda and another brother of Hazrat Subair was Zaid bin Qais. Then there is another companion whose name is Hazrat Khubab bin Mola Utba bin Ghazwan. Hazrat Khubab was a freed slave of Hazrat Utba bin Ghazwan. His title was Abu Yahya and he was a confederate of Banu Nufal. After the migration to Medina, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, formed a bond of brotherhood between him and Hazrat Tamim Mola Khirash bin Asima. Hazrat Khubab fought in the battles of Badr, Uhud and Khandak and all other battles of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. In 19th Hijri, he passed away in Medina at the age of 50 and Hazrat Umar led his funeral. Hazrat Sufyan bin Nasr is an Ansari companion of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. Hazrat Sufyan was from the Banu Hashim family of the Khazraj tribe and there are conflicting views on the name of his father. Some have written Nasr whilst others have written Bashar. He fought in the battle of Badr and Uhud and according to one narration the Holy Prophet peace be upon him formed Hazrat Sufyan's bond of brotherhood with Hazrat Tufail bin Haris. Then there is another companion whose name is Abu Makhshi Attai, who is known by his title of Abu Makhshi. His name was Su'ad bin Makhshi, and Abu Makhshi Attai was a confederate of Banu Asad, and he was amongst the first to migrate, and he participated in the Battle of Badr. Then there is another companion whose name is Hazrat Wahab bin Abi Sara. And Musa bin Uqba writes that he fought in the Battle of Badr alongside his brother Amr. And Hasim bin Adi has included him amongst those who migrated to Abyssinia. But some hold the view, such as Biladri, that there is no evidence to this. 
in other words, that he only participated in the Battle of Badr and that there is no mention of his migration to Abyssinia. Then there is a companion whose name is Hazrat Tamim Mola Banu Ghanam Ansari. Hazrat Tamim was the freed slave of Banu Ghanam as and he fought in the Battle of Ohud. Then there is another companion whose name is Hazrat Abul Hamra, Mullah Hazrat Haris bin Afra. He participated in both the battles of Badr and the battle of Ahud. And during the battle of Badr, Hazrat Muaz, Hazrat Auf, and Hazrat Muawiz, along with their freed slave Abul Hamra, had a camel upon which they would take turns to ride on. Then there is another companion whose name is Hazrat Abu Sabra bin Abi Rum. Abu Sabra was his title and it was so popular that the people forgot his real name. His mother's name was Barra bint Abdul Mutlib and she was the paternal aunt of the Holy Prophet peace be upon him. And so Hazrat Abu Sabra was the cousin of the Holy Prophet peace be upon him. Hazrat Abu Sabra migrated to Abyssinia on both occasions and during the second migration to Abyssinia, his wife Ummi Kulsum bin Suhail bin Amr accompanied him. They had three sons, Muhammad, Abdullah and Saad. And when Hazrat Abu Sabra migrated from Mecca to Medina, he stayed at the house of Munzir bin Muhammad. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, formed a bond of brotherhood, i.e. Muakhat, between Hazrat Abu Sabra and Salma bin Salama. Hazrat Abu Sabra fought in the battles of Badr, Wahad and Khandak and accompanied the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, in all his other battles. It was only after the demise of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, that he settled in Mecca and he then later returned to Medina. Hazrat Abu Sabra passed away during the Khilafat of Hazrat Usman radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Then there is another companion whose name is Hazrat Sabid bin Amr bin Zaid. Ibn Ishaq and Zuhri are two historians and have traced Hazrat Sabid bin Amr's lineage to Banu Najjar, whereas Ibn Munda traced it to the Banu Ashjaz tribe who were the confederates of the Ansar. He took part in the Battle of Badr and attained martyrdom in the Battle of Ahad. Then there is another companion whose name is Hazrat Abul Awar al-Harith. There are various opinions about the name of Hazrat Abul Awar al-Harith. According to Ibn Ishaq, he states that Abu Awar's name is Qab, whereas Ibn Amara believes that his name was Haris bin Zalim. His uncle was called Qab, and so those who are not aware of his lineage have connected it with his uncle Qab. Ibn Hisham also holds the same opinion. And the mother of Hazrat Abu Awar was Ummin Niyad bint Ayaz bin Amir. He was from the Banu Adi bin Najar branch of the Ansari Khazraj tribe. He fought in the Battle of Badr and Ohud. Then there is another companion whose name is Hazrat Abs bin Amir bin Adi. Ibn Ishaq writes his name as Abs and Musa bin Uqba has written it as Absi. His mother was Umul Banin binte Zuhair bin Salba and he was from the Banu Salama family of the Ansari Khazraj tribe. Hazrat Abs was among those 70 companions who were present at the Bayt Uqba and he participated in the Battle of Badr and the Battle of Ahud. Then there is another companion whose name is Hazrat Ayas bin Bukair, who is also known as Ibn Abi Bukair. 
he belonged to the tribe of Banu Saad bin Laz, who was a confederate of Banu Adi. Hazrat Aqil, Hazrat Amir, Hazrat Ayas, and Hazrat Khalid all accepted Islam together at Dari Arkham. And Hazrat Ayas and his brothers, and Hazrat Aqil, Hazrat Khalid, and Hazrat Amir migrated together, and in Medina stayed in the house of Rifa bin Abdul Munzir. He also had three maternal brothers who all participated in the Battle of Badr. Ibn Yunus has stated that Ayaz participated in the victory of Egypt and passed away in 34 Hijri, whilst according to another narration, Hazrat Ayaz was martyred during the Battle of Yamama. His brothers Hazrat Muaz, Hazrat Muawiz and Aqil were martyred in the Battle of Badr and Hazrat Khalid was martyred during the incident of Raji whilst Hazrat Amir was martyred during the Battle of Yamama. There is a narration regarding Hazrat Amir which states that he was martyred during the incident of Bere Muna. Hazrat Ayas bin Bukair participated in the Battle of Badr and the Battle of Ahud and also the Battle of Khandak and in all other battles of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. He was amongst the early Muslims and also amongst the initial people who took part in the migration. He was the father of Muhammad bin Ayas bin Bukair and the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, established a bond of brotherhood between Hazrat Ayas bin Bukair and Hazrat Haris bin Khazma. He was also a poet and Zaid bin Aslam narrates that the sons of Abul Bukair i.e. referring to Hazrat Ayas bin Bukair, came to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, and said, O Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, we want such and such person to marry our sister. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, replied, that what do you think of Bilal? Bilal is better than him, so you should take him into consideration as well. Hearing this, they went back. Then they came back a second time and asked the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, to lead the nikah, I settled the marriage of their sister to the individual they had asked about initially. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, gave the same response and said, What do you think of Bilal? Again they went back to consider this proposal. Then they came a third time with the same request of leading their sister's nikah with that particular individual they first asked for. This time again, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, said, that what do you think of Bilal? The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, then stated, that what do you think of a person who is an inhabitant of paradise? Thus, accepting the advice of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, they married their sister to Bilal. Thus, this was the high status of Hazrat Bilal, and this is how marriages were settled in that time. And so, although they refused two times, but not at the third occasion, and obeyed what they were instructed with. In any case, everyone has their own particular status. Some would accept the first time, whilst others would give it a thought. But nonetheless, from this we can see the rank of Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Then there is another companion whose name is Hazrat Malik bin Numela. His mother's name was Numela and he was known as Ibn Numela. He was from the tribe of Muzena, which was a branch of the Aus tribe, and they were confederates of Banu Muawiyah. He participated in the battles of Badr and Uhud, and was martyred during the battle of Uhud. Then there is another companion, whose name is Hazrat Unais bin Qatada bin Rabia. He was from the tribe of Aus in Medina, and he accompanied the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, during the battle of Badr. He was martyred during the Battle of Ahud by Abul Hakam bin Akhnas bin Shariq. Hazrat Khansa bin Khazam was married to Hazrat Unais bin Qatada. And when he was martyred on the day of Ahud, the father of Hazrat Khansa settled her nikah to a person from the tribe of Muzana. However, she did not like him and came to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, annulled the nikah of Hazrat Khansa. And so the father had her nikah done. But the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, annulled the nikah since she was not happy with him. After this, Hazrat Khansa married Hazrat Abu Lababa and through this marriage, Hazrat Saib bin Abi Lababa was born.
Thus, this is an example in relation to women's rights in choosing spouses. And those who compel their daughters at times of choosing a spouse should ponder over this. Then there is another companion whose name is Hazrat Haris bin Arfaja. It is stated that he belonged to the tribe of Banu Ghanam and he participated in the battles of Badr and Uhud. Then another companion is Hazrat Rafi bin Unjada Ansari and his father's name was Abdul Haris and Unjada was his mother's name. Hazrat Rafi was known by his mother's name he was known more commonly by his mother's name rather than his father's. He was from the tribe of Abanu Umayyah bin Zaid bin Malik and he participated in the battles of Badr, Uhud and the battle of Khandak. According to one narration, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, forged a relationship of brotherhood, i.e. established muakhat between Hazrat Rafi bin Unjada and Hazrat Hussain bin Haris. Then another companion is Hazrat Khuleda bin Qais. His mother's name was Edam bin Al-Qain, who belonged to the Banu Salma tribe. Apart from Khuleda bin Qais, there are various other traditions which report his name as Khuled bin Qais, Khalid bin Qais and Khalda bin Qais. He took part in the battles of Badr and Uhud. His brother's name is Khalad and according to some historians was also amongst the companions who took part in the battle of Badr. Then another companion is Hazrat Saqaf bin Amr and there are varying opinions regarding his tribe. Some believe he belonged to the Banu Aslam tribe and according to others it was Banu Asad or Banu Salam tribe. He was a confederate of Banu Asad but according to others he was a confederate of Banu Abd Shams. He took part in the Battle of Badr along with his two brothers, whose names are Hazrat Malik bin Amr and Hazrat Butalaj bin Amr. Hazrat Saqaf bin Amr was from among the very early companions who migrated and he took part in the Battle of Badr, Uhud and Khandak. He was also present at the occasion of Hudaybiyah and he was martyred in Khaybar. Then another companion whose name is Hazrat Sabra bin Fatik and he was the brother of Khuram bin Fatik and belonged to the Banu Asad tribe. His father's name was Fatik bin Al-Akhram and there are also some traditions which report his name to be Sumra bin Fatik. Ahmed bin Khuram relates that my father and my uncle took part in the battle of Badr and they took an oath from me that I will never fight any Muslim. Then Abdullah bin Yusuf states, that Sabra bin Fatik is the one who distributed the land of Damascus amongst the Muslims and he is counted amongst the people of Syria. He further states that the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, stated that the scale is in the hands of God Almighty. He raises certain nations in rank and causes the decline of others, in other words, owing to their own deeds. Once, Hazrat Sabra bin Fatik walked past Hazrat Abu Darda and he said that the spiritual radiance of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, accompanies Sabra. Abdul Rahman bin Ayz relates that I once saw that someone had insulted Hazrat Sabra and he suppressed his anger and refrained from responding to him and remained silent. And despite his anger, he remained silent. And his eyes began to fill with tears as a result of suppressing the extreme anger due to the insults he had received. Once the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, stated, how wonderful would Sabra be if he shortened his long hair, as his hair were quite long, and he slightly raises up the garment he ties around his waist. When these words of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, reached Hazrat Sabra, he immediately acted accordingly. He also used to say that I wish that every day I face an idolater who is equipped with armour and martyrs me and if not then I kill him and someone else like him stands up against me.
According to some, he did not take part in the Battle of Badr. However, Imam Bukhari has included him and his brother among those companions who took part in the Battle of Badr. This was the description of the companions. And now after the Friday prayers, I shall offer two funeral prayers in absentia. The first funeral is of respected Umku Adnan Ismail Sahib, the president of the Jamaat in Malaysia. He passed away on 8th October at the age of 74. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. Surely to Allah we belong and to him shall we return. His father was amongst the early Ahmadis who did the birth in 1956 through the missionary of Singapore, Mulana Muhammad Sadiq Sahib, and the first president of the Jamaat in Singapore, Muhammad Sal- Salikin Sahib. His father was a mufti of Johor, one of the states in Malaysia, and was also related to the king of that state through his mother's side of the family. After accepting Ahmadiyyat, he was transferred to another department of the government. Adnan Sahib was born in August 1944, and in 1968 he completed his BA Honours in Political Science from the University of Singapore. In 1969, he began serving in various administrative offices of the government and from 1969 to 1981, he worked in the research department for the Prime Minister. During this time, he was appointed in the embassies of Singapore, Beijing and Bangkok. Thereafter, he was promoted as the divisional head of the Prime Minister's national security and he worked in this department from 1984 to 1992. From 1992 to 1997, he worked in various other governmental offices other than the Prime Minister's department. And in 1996, he had a bypass operation of the heart. And from 1997, he then again worked in the research department for the Prime Minister and eventually took retirement in 1999. And although he did the birth in 1956, but really became an active Ahmadi after returning from his posting in Bangkok in 1981 and thereafter formed a strong connection with the Jamaat. In 1986, Hazrat Khalifatul Masih IV appointed him as the first president of the Jamaat in Malaysia and during his tenure, the Jamaat saw a lot of changes and progress made. The Baitul Islam and Baitul Rahman buildings were completed during his time and he also greatly helped in bringing the missionaries from Indonesia and settling them in Malaysia. Similarly, he sent students to Jamia Rabwa and Qadiyan from Malaysia. For the last two years, his condition had deteriorated a lot and he was admitted to hospital many times. He also wrote to me that he wanted to go to the Tahir Hart Hospital and in May this year he also went to the Tahir Hart Hospital and stayed there for some time and his condition also improved. However, his health again deteriorated and he was taken back to hospital. By the grace of God Almighty, he was a Musi, a part of the institution of al wasiyat and he leaves behind one daughter and two sons. Umku Adnan Ismail Sahib was an extremely humble man, despite belonging to the royal family of the Johor state. He rendered his official and Jamaat work in an excellent fashion and he was extremely meticulous over the reports that were sent to the headquarters and would remain in office till late in the night in order to fulfill his Jamaat responsibilities. He was extremely kind to office bearers, workers and members of the Jamaat and in particular with the missionaries. He paid great attention and showed a lot of concern for the moral upbringing of the children of the Jamaat and would often say that they are the future of the Jamaat. His wife says that he laid great emphasis on the children of the Jamaat to acquire the highest education and would always be thinking about the Jamaat's progress. On the day he passed away, there was no ambulance available at the hospital to take his body to the mosque. And so the members of the Jamaat phoned a Chinese volunteer, Kuan Chi Sahib, who used his own vehicle to help transport the bodies. This Chinese volunteer wrote on his Facebook page that he had an extraordinary experience when transporting this body. He said that when he began driving the van, he saw that there was no traffic on the road even though that road always has huge traffic. 
Furthermore, he states that normally where it usually takes an hour to complete that journey, it only took 25 minutes. He said that when he reached the mosque, he felt that perhaps this body was of someone who served the faith well. The Vakilul Tabshid in Rabwa, Mansoor Khan Sahib has written that Adnan Ismail Sahib has served as the president of the Malaysia Jamaat for a long period. He was like a father figure for the members of his Jamaat. He says that during the tour of Malaysia, he had the opportunity to speak to him about various Jamaat matters and found him to be an individual who worked with great wisdom. And he was also able to successfully complete the work of the Jamaat in unimaginable circumstances. His suggestion was always trusted during the most difficult of circumstances. May God Almighty elevate his status and may his progeny also continue his good deeds and may they have a strong bond with the Jamaat. The second funeral prayer is of Hamida Begum Saiba, who was the wife of Chaudhry Khalil Ahmed Saiba of Rabwa. She passed away on the 5th of October at the age of 84 Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. Surely to Allah we belong, and to Him shall we return. She was born in an Ahmadi family that lived in Beni Bangar, a village neighbouring Qadiyan. She was very regular in her prayers and tahajjud, and although she did not have any secular education but had great love for the Holy Quran, she would recite the Holy Quran numerous times in the day, and during the month of Ramadan, she would always go to the mosque for the Taravi prayers so that she could listen to the Holy Qur'an. When women used to go to the mosque for the Friday prayers, she would always make the effort to be the first person out of the ladies to enter Masjid Aqsa, and therefore would leave for the Friday prayer very early. She had great simplicity in her lifestyle, and whatever money she would save, she would spend it in the various Jamaat's donation schemes and for the construction of the mosques, and would be extremely happy about this, and would thank God Almighty. She helped in the marriage arrangements for a lot of poor girls and even arranged their dowry. Many a times she would give her jewellery towards Chanda and for the poor and her greatest happiness was in regularly meeting the poor. She would openly spend in the way of the poor and would never let anyone return empty-handed. And by the grace of God Almighty she was also a Musi and she leaves behind two daughters and eight sons. She was the eldest sister of Latif Ahmed Sahib who is a retired missionary and her eldest son is Dr. Muzaffar Chaudhry Sahib, and he also regularly has the opportunity for doing Vakfiyarzi and lives here in Scunthorpe, UK. Her son, Basharat Naveed Sahib, is a missionary and is currently serving in the island of Reunion. Her son in law is also a missionary, Hafiz Abdul Halim Sahib, and one of her grandchildren is also a missionary and two of her grandsons are half Quran, and one of her grandsons is studying here in Jamia Ahmadiyya. Generally, I lead the funeral prayer of the missionaries who are serving in the field and cannot attend the funeral prayer of their parents. And since Bisharat Naveed Sahib is also serving in the field and could not go back upon her demise, therefore I shall also be leading her funeral prayer in absentia. Bisharat Naveed Sahib writes that after completing Jami Ahmadiyya, when I entered the practical field, I came home once and could not go to the mosque for the morning prayer. He says that upon this, his mother said, and my dear son, you may go to the mosque where you are posted because people closely observe you. And therefore, because of them you go to the mosque. But remember that here God Almighty is watching you. Therefore, always pay attention to your prayers. Always remember that God Almighty is watching you. He then further states that I was studying in Jamia when my father suddenly passed away. My elder brother had left the country and so she looked after the entire household with great fortitude and strength. He states that one day, as a joke, I said that I will ask the Jamaat to not send me far away, as I would like to serve my mother who is on her own. 
However, he says that she became very serious and strictly said that wherever the Jamaat sends you, you must go there. It cannot be possible that the son who I have devoted for the Jamaat I keep with me and I send the others away who are earning worldly wealth. If I ever were to keep anyone with me, it will not be you, but the one who are seeking worldly wealth. Such was her passion. He further states that in 2013, when I went to Pakistan and met her for the last time, I asked her that shall I leave my wife and children behind with her. And even though she was extremely weak and it was difficult for her to even get out of her bed, however, she did not allow for this and said that keep your wife and children with you and they should stay with their husband. Therefore, this is a lesson of the elders which is extremely important even today. May God Almighty elevate her status and enable her progeny to remain loyal in their attachment to their faith. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Nahmadu wa nasta'inu wa nasta'gfiru wa nomenu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi wa na'uzu billahi min shurur anfusina wa min sayyati من يعده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله ونشهد أن محمدا الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل واللسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعزكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم وَأَدْعُوهُ يَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ وَلَذِكْرُ اللَّهِ أَكْبَرُ